Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. DOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green at 410. The CDC relaxes some COVID recommendations as the Biden administration changes pandemic strategy. One perk will soon end for some drivers here in Maryland. I'm Neil Augenstein. WTOP at 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Two days after the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago, the Justice Department wants a federal court to unseal its search warrant and a list of what was seized. CBS's Stephen Portnoy reports. Attorney General Merrick Garland says he wants the world to see what's under seal. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Garland says he personally approved the seeking of the search warrant, and he says attacks from the right on the FBI and federal prosecutors are unfounded. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The FBI says threats have been growing since the raid, including a thwarted attack at a field office in Ohio today, where a man in body armor tried to get through security. Meantime, Newsweek and the Wall Street Journal report a an informer, rather, told the FBI where to find those classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Newsweek editor William Arkin. Somebody in the Trump camp was aware of the fact that President Trump kept a safe, and that in that safe were documents that perhaps he was not going to return. And that, to me, is the basis for which we saw the raid on Monday. In Indiana, fire crews carefully picked through debris for survivors after a deadly house explosion in Evansville. That secondary search has been complete and no other victims were found. Fire Chief Mike Connolly says three people died and another's in the hospital. Dozens of homes are either damaged or destroyed. The CDC is now relaxing its recommendations on COVID. Here's CBS's Alexander Tin. Among the changes, the agency will no longer offer different recommendations based on whether you are up to date on your COVID vaccines. The CDC is also significantly trimming its school's guidance to bring it closer in line with its general community recommendations, removing guidance around cohorting and so-called test-to-stay strategies. You may have noticed gas prices are down again, and for the first time in months, many states are paying below four bucks a gallon. Any little bit's good, but we could be paying a whole lot less. Pretty darn good. I mean, I'm happy, and I mean, it's uh, it needs to come on down. I think it's an excellent thing. I think it's about time. I think it's great. Great, great, great. AAA says the national average is down 15 cents in the last week. Well, for the first time in NBA history, the league is retiring the number six jersey worn on every team. It was the late Boston Celtics and civil rights legend Bill Russell's number. He died last Sunday at 88. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good afternoon. It is 4.03. We're so glad you're with us, and we're so happy. It's a nicer day this Thursday, August the 11th, 84 degrees. Hey everybody, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour involves your commute. The free pass in the HOV lanes in Maryland is about to end for some drivers. 
WTOP's Neil Augenstein explains. Here on I-270 in Montgomery County and U.S. 50 in Prince George's County, drivers of plug-in or hybrid vehicles have been able to use the HOV lane even if they're the only one in the car. As of October 1st, that won't be the case. With EVs in high demand, Maryland's ending the privilege. In Virginia, that happened in 2019 for most cars with clean special fuel license plates. But in Virginia, certain plug-in vehicles still have the exemption through September 2025. On I-270, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. As thousands of migrants are bused here from Texas and Arizona, the local relief organizations that have shouldered the people's care are getting some financial support from the district. WTOP's Sarah Jacobs has more. The D.C. Attorney General has the discretionary authority to issue grants to protect public safety or support vulnerable communities. Carl Racine announced the creation of a new grant to support local nonprofits that are providing services to migrants and asylum seekers arriving in the district. In a statement, Racine said the decision by the governors of Texas and Arizona to bust the migrants to the district is causing a humanitarian crisis, which the nonprofits should not have to shoulder alone. Eligible nonprofits may apply for a grant of up to $50,000 paid for by the OAG's Litigation Support Fund. Total grants will not exceed $150,000. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Meantime, D.C.'s delegate to Congress has joined about 20 other lawmakers in pressing the National Board of the Emergency Food and Shelter Program to eliminate a cap on reimbursement for long-distance travel. That cap kept the migrants being brought here from Texas and Arizona from reaching their final destinations where many have family and support systems. Norton also plans to introduce an emergency appropriations bill to help the migrants. It's 4.05. One flash flood is frustrating enough, but a shopping center in Riverdale has been hit twice this week. As you might imagine, store owners there are really tired of cleaning up. Here at Disco Centro. There's a lot of cleanup that needs to be done since everything that was like near ground level had to be picked up. Angelica Flores, whose family owns this and two other stores here on Kenilworth Avenue, says floodwaters came gushing through the front and the back, soaking stuff in the storage room. I hope it's over. <laughs> like, I'm really hoping there's no more storms. A few doors down, a furniture store with floors covered in mud is closed, and so is this cell phone store, where the manager's still pushing water at the front door. Town of Riverdale should actually do something about the drains. He says after Monday's storms, the only thing they put outside was cones. Cones are not really going to work. In Riverdale, John Dome in WTOP News. Virginia's governor is the target of a new lawsuit involving his work for a powerful private equity firm. The case against Glenn Youngkin comes from a Pittsburgh municipal pension fund that claims a 2020 deal enriched him and other top executives at the Carlisle Group at the expense of police officers and firefighters. Court documents show the deal gave Youngkin $8.5 million worth of Carlisle stock tax-free. That's on top of his $54 million in compensation over the previous two years. Virginia's governor retired from Carlisle in the fall of 2020. A Youngkin spokesperson calls the allegations baseless. Love finding new ways to support your favorite local businesses? Well, here's an easy one. Cast your vote in WTOP's Top 10 contest. Time is running out. Vote daily for your favorite local restaurants in each of 10 delicious food categories for their chance to win $1,000. Visit WTOP.com. Search Top 10 to cast your votes each day. Up ahead after traffic and weather, tense situation still ongoing in Cincinnati as an armed man tries to breach security at an FBI office. We'll check in with our national security correspondent, J.J. Green. 
407. Just as the citizen is at the center of every government mission, the government is at the core of the PEGA government platform. With PEGA's low-code platform for AI-powered decisioning and workflow automation, federal agencies can focus on improving service for citizens and achieving mission goals, all while avoiding disruption to critical